Welcome, everybody, to the latest, newest, best episode of the John G. or Else podcast. I, of course, am John G., your co-host, and alongside me, as always, the man who puts the else in or else, Tommy Else. How are you, Tommy? I'm good, John. I'd say that's your best one. That was your best one. Good. Yes. Yeah, that was your best. Well, I didn't, wow. say, it was good. I didn't say it was good, but it's your best one. Uh, it's me. I, you yeah, know. you know, that's that's progress. I'll take best. That's that's progress. That's progress. All right. Very good. Very good. How are you today, sir? I am good. I am good. I was tired. It's been a, a long week. Did a lot of stuff. Got a lot of stuff done. And um, yeah, looking forward to our guests coming on. Yeah, we How are uh, you. I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, it's uh, it's been a real crazy week uh, in the in my in my personal world, but uh, I uh, you know, but things are well. Uh, I am a little upset. My cat destroyed my lamp last night. I don't know if oh. you saw the, I don't know if you saw the video. I did I not. Yeah, I didn't catch you yet. I, yeah, I, I so. I don't know if you remember, but in my living room in the corner, I had that like tall paper covered yeah. lamp. You know, I've had that. I've had that since I'm like 2011, probably. And I was sitting online playing video games with my buddy, and she just jumped up and grabbed at it with her claws and just tore wow. the paper part in half and just pulled the whole thing <laughs> down. And I just was like, what the hell are you doing? You know, <laughs> it's like, come on. What? Is Where it a, that... a high jump though? It wasn't, well, it wasn't that bad. I mean, no, I mean, she, she didn't pull the entire thing down. I mean, you no, know, but she, I mean, she just tore to, it in to half. reach it though. Oh, well, not really. I mean, it's, you know, she had a jump, but I mean, you know, it wasn't like anything okay. out of the ordinary, but if you see the video, I mean, I'll, maybe I'll put it on the Facebook page for this. Put too. it on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was a little upset about that. So we're, we're kind of, uh, you know, well, I guess she's, oh, she's right there. She's, uh, she is, she is with me. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe she feels bad. Anyway, we have a guest today. We have a guest, we have a guest, we have a guest. And we he have is a guest. an old friend of yours. So this is astounding for two reasons, because we got, first of all, we found that you had a friend. I so saw this coming a mile away, so man. So that's that right there. Huge guest in and of itself. And and now and now I know that he's an old friend. So much like me, he has endured you for a, a very, very long, longer than I have. God long. Yeah, 25 and years. Yeah. Uh, you guys originally met at uh, a, a job, an old job of yours, and spent a great deal of time together and got to be buddies. And uh, we, uh, you, you had suggested him coming on because this would give us a little bit of insight, you know, as to somebody who has known John, you know, over the course of 25 years. I, I don't think we quite scratched the, the surface of, of, of all that there is to... Uh, <laughs> excavate of uh, of Janji but uh but we did get some uh, some good stories and some nice insight and everything and uh Jason's a very cool guy and so I'm excited that we're having him on here today so uh I think we'll just get on with it and introduce our guest today he's a friend of John's for 25 years Mr. Jason Flegel so without further ado, let me introduce uh, a man that I've known for about 25 years, I believe, 26 years, maybe. The, I believe he came into uh, the newspaper late 1995. He came in as a hire, um, probably the worst telemarketer we hired, but he ended up being one of the greatest employees. And more importantly, he ended up being a really great uh, friend of mine, an important part of my life. Without further ado, Jason Flegel. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having Jason me on the board, Flegel. Tommy and Jaji. Thanks for your time, sir. Welcome it's, to the show, sir. Uh, I'm sorry. Are, now how, your ratings are dropping considerably <laughs> as seconds go by. Anytime it's focused on John G, that's just the risk you're taking. And we're putting a lot of focus here on the old boy today. So John G equals ratings. We yeah. all know it. Oh, that's a, that's an argument for another time. Jason, how are you, Perfect. sir? Doing fine, man. How you been doing? How's I'm the good. What do we got going on there behind you, man? I see a bunch of uh, what are those? The Star Wars guys, Star Wars, yeah. and they're all in yeah. It's case. my vintage Star Wars collection. 
back here some of it at least it's wow not well for a camera but no that's i can see that though that's that's pretty incredible how long have you been uh collecting that stuff oh uh, well pretty much all my life i i had started as a little kid i think i had one of my first figures when i was like two or three years old yeah uh locked up another uh display here but yeah so 40 plus years um started collecting hardcore uh um probably early college finished yeah. up the collection maybe about two or three years ago at least it's never really finished but oh I'm no hey it. trust me i'm a i'm a toy guy myself and i i have so much stuff that my problem is i have nowhere to display it in my home so it's all in storage but i have a huge collection of stuff that i just don't have room to put out anymore at this point and i would love to have like a display case like that where i could just put everybody out there because i i collected all the original spawn guys and stuff and i um i just you have know, all my he-man guys all the original he-mans those big he-man guy and uh I've just got all this stuff that I would love to put out there. I worked at my very first job was working at Toys R Us. So I, so I was always just like, and that was when like the Phantom Menace had come out and stuff. So it's like all of those toys were really hot at the time. So I was getting like all the guys, you know, right out of the, the cases in the back room and stuff. I was so, gonna say you're the, you're the reason why I couldn't find a lot of stuff back then, huh? Right, right. I was I was some people's hookups. It, it, it wasn't as common back then for people to care as it is now because like now if i was there i'm sure i'd be getting hit up for like funko pops and things like that all the time but yeah, well, back in, in the phantom Menace days uh that that shit was hot like people were going oh, nuts over it yeah and now they're on a dollar I, I, yeah, I know and they're not I, worth a damn thing <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, in more than one Toys R Us with Jason when uh, he, he they actually made announcements over the loudspeaker because he he snuck into the back area to check for toys <laughs> or figures, that's I should not, say. That's a that's uh, you know we'll we'll talk about a lot of uh, fun stories here. Uh, one very stupid fun story is John and I are going to the Toys R Us in Evanston. Um, this is I think bef before a Phantom Menace. So this is like '98, and I'm collecting the Star Wars. It's the Power of the Force to uh, figure line had been out for a couple of years. John G is still at that point loosely collecting wrestling figures, not much anymore. So we would go every so often to Toys R Us. And uh, I'm looking around and I see by the back door into the you know the storage area, um, I see a shipping case on the floor. I'm like, oh, what's that? That might that has Hasbro's logo, the manufacturer of both uh, yeah, wrestling yeah. and Star Wars figures at the time. It could be something. So I decide to creep over and look into the storage room. And literally immediately over the loudspeakers, security to the back room, security to the back room. John looks we have a us. breach. <laughs> we oh, have a breach. <laughs> John looks at me like, yeah, we have got to go now. So we calmly, <laughs> quietly walked out the door of Toys R Us before we got into any trouble. Wow. Um, well, good yeah. for you. You made the escape. Made the escape <laughs> over what would have been a $5 toy. Wow, you know my favorite story with you with uh, with toys. We're, we're in Canada, and uh, and I, as as everyone knows, I love Canadian Coke. It's a different Coke. It's made with pure cane sugar. It's, it's the best there is. So I forgot what city we're I, I forgot what city we're in, but there's like eight of us or six of us, whatever it was. And uh, and I said, yeah, I want to stop at Walmart and pick up some Coke. And Jason was extremely exuberant, passionate about helping his dear friend find some Coke. Yeah, you're we're walking up to the store and, and our other buddy, Jimmy, turns to me and goes, you know, there's something weird, man. He's like way too positive about helping you. And then it dawned on us. He wasn't, he didn't give a crap about Jaji's Coke. He was just simply there to find new Star Wars figures <laughs> under the guise of helping his dear friend. I love it. I love it. I was like 10 sure. feet away from the guys. I was power walking the whole way. I'm like, I'm I've never seen him move that fast in his life. See, this is this is great because I thought I was the only one who did this stuff to John G. So oh, no. you know, this is this yeah, is I'm I, 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 no stand in line, pal. Yeah, this yeah. is uh yeah. With uh, man, this is a fellow uh, John G. Uh, manipulator right here. I like this. I like Absolutely, twenty five years of knowing how to tweak and push his buttons. Yeah, um, when you started what? On the I'm plus sorry, side, you, you did get really good Canadian Coke there. We bought several cases of it and brought we it back did. home, and that was seriously the nicest Walmart. Um, cash register or cashier that yeah. I've ever met in my life. They were really? so helpful. We didn't have enough money to pay in Canadian in Canadian dollars, 
And we're like, oh, we'll just pay, you know, credit cards. So, oh, you can pay in U.S. And she was helping us out. She was figuring out the, the conversion rate for us, like, on the fly. And, like, it was so sweet and helpful. I've never <laughs> seen awesome. something again at a store. So, when did you uh, start at Learner, Jay? Sorry, wait, real, real, just, I, I, real quick, because okay. uh, that's going to get us into a long story. But I just had a real quick. <laughs> do you think Do you think that the, the, the Canadian Coke is the superior Coke? Yes, because they use the, the pure sugar there. It's not the artificial crap that we get here in the U.S. Um, it is a so considerable you, So difference. you agree with John. That's just the best shit yeah. there is. Okay. I'm just asking. And Mexican Coke, too. What? Mexican Coke as well. Mexican Coke's great, Mexican too. Coke, too. Yeah. It's the same are they it's the same not, thing not, as, as Canadian and Mexican? We in... Well, they both use the real pure cane sugar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, all right. It's, it's I was just wondering. I was just wondering. I mean, if you guys know, I mean, I've never had it. I'm just curious to hear what else he, you know, had to say. Well, you can get Mexican Coke at, um, at the grocery store. Yeah. Just go into just go into um in the Hispanic food section, and they'll usually have several cases of uh, glass bot, and they come in glass bottles, which is still awesome. That's so even John, better too. So, John, why yeah. don't you do you buy that stuff? Uh, no, because um, you know the glass bottle. I drink way too much Coke. <laughs> and if I start buying the glass bottles, the, the, the cost, is, it's a little cost prohibitive. I mean, they're not really expensive, but for the amount I drink, I do buy some, though, for special occasions. Yes. It sounds yeah. like you have a problem, John. <laughs> well, <laughs> when the major problem. When the bottles, guys when call the bottles it problem, are I call piling it, up. <laughs> I call it a passion. Oh, All right, I have so a problem. You guys got you know Star Wars figures in warehouses, and I've got a problem. <laughs> hey, this is going to pay my kids' college tuition. So. Not if they get in there and play with them. One of the little ones gets in here plays. All right, let's talk about how you guys met at Learner 25 years ago. Okay, when did well, you start, Jay? I started uh, right after New Year's 1996 when okay. our friend, American legend Sky Torres, hired me on as a telemarketer. Okay. And um, that was the seriously worst decision he's ever made in his life. Um, worst and best. Lost. Was that? Worst and best, yes. Worst and best. You're right. Sure. We'll see what he has to say sometime. Uh, <laughs> well, so a after a few months, so I'm, I'm a freshman in college. I'm broke and I need a job. And I, I see the ad in the, at the time, the Learner News Star paper, which covered Rogers Park, uh, where I lived in the city. And um, I got hired as a telemarketer, worked there about four or five months, just finishing up my freshman year of college. It's, it's summer break. And um, I don't know the specifics about behind it, but one day John G's like, oh, my computer's not doing something. I forgot what it is, but they had a tech guy there, the NIT guy, good old Doc Knitter. <laughs> Sorry. Doc, Doc He's using a term very loosely. No, no, no. He, he, I, learned, I learned a handful of good things from, from Larry. Yeah, um, DOS. But, well, at the time, that's what she did. <laughs> don't knock it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, he, he, his, his limitations in modern Windows world-based PCs was limited. So he had very little limited knowledge of it. So John needed help, and he asked me, when I was in college studying computer engineering, hey, can I take a look and fix it? And I did, and whatever. And then that started a friendship. That was, a, like, really the first point I had started talking to John and the rest of the staff. I only talked to uh, the guy who was my boss at the time, Jason. Mm. Um, and we started talking, and... Little by little, I was helping out more things on the computer side of things for the circulation department we were all in. And uh, eventually, yeah, it got to the point where John's like, hey, you want to work more hours? You want to help out doing other things here in the department? You know, help out a little bit here with the computers, can help out here with um, inputting orders, can help me out with my football pool, you know, all sorts of fun things <laughs> that I could, I could do for him. The important stuff. Yeah. The important stuff. Um, and that and that was so that was like summer 96 and for five years we had a hell of a fun time at working at learner i mean working at learner <laughs> yes. we barely yeah. did shit um i mean i say here about the football pool i spent a lot of time in john's office on his computer you know either doing he's, he's bad at math guys i don't know if no, I'm not. he's really bad at math I've never and known that. I guess I would. Not, I, don't, I don't know why I would know that, but I've never. Known true. I'm, no, I'm really good at math, but I, I rush it sometimes, and then I, I make stupid mistakes. Well, that all right, fair makes enough. you not we'll, that great we'll, at we'll math. Give that. We'll give him that. All right, fine. But I would uh, on on you know company time, company pay. I would work on his football pool, his baseball <laughs> fantasy draft, various 
uh, different pools we had running in the office. All the important stuff. I think I may have even worked on payroll a time or two. Um, <laughs> you did. So I was doing all sorts of stuff <laughs> I probably should have been doing, but I had a blast doing it. You know, had a good time, and that started up. And then we went from there from just being, you know, you know, having goofy shit going on in the office to, you know, hanging out yeah. after work, going to things. Um, you know, we do trips uh, before even our baseball trips, which I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, John and I went a couple times on a road trip uh, to Cincinnati back in the 2000, 2001. We went to the Brian Pillman Memorial Shoals and, you know, had a great time there. I met a lot of uh, the top wrestlers at the time. I, Jason Heckle Penzer. <laughs> I, I think that uh, there's some significance between that and the shirt John is wearing right now. Those who can't see. I wore it in honor of you, Jay. Oh, nice. You know, that's the same one. Do you, do you want to tell the story, John, from your perspective that you told me? We we were at, uh, I'm not sure which of the shows it was, 01, 02. And uh, we we're, we're, we had really good seats. I think we were either first or second row ringside. And Dallas Page was in the rain. And for whatever, and Jason was wearing his, his Cactus Jack wanted Cactus Jack shirt. A cool shirt, but not extraordinarily unique. I mean, it's a pretty common you know, shirt. Yeah. It was right. very popular even at the time. But yeah. for some reason, Paige in the middle, you know, he went up to, he started the show, he was making announcements, and he all of a sudden he goes, ah, I want to point out this guy, the coolest shirt in the house, stand up. And, he, <laughs> you know, Jason stands up, and, you know, Jay loves the applause. And, yeah, you know, sure. he, he showed off to the crowd, and Paige goes, ah, that is the coolest shirt. I got a huge a, pop from Cincinnati for the next, next shirt. And I, I, I wish I, I had wore it today. John told me he was going to bring this up, but I couldn't find a shirt. So oh. there was, there was also shirt, though, which, by the way, he got uh, one of the cool things is John bought the Mankind shirt for me. I think he bought us matching shirts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we were twinsies. Yeah. There was the, the Pillman, the Pillman Memorial was the saddest thing is because uh, both years, woman was there. And the one time, um, one of her kids was sick and the other time I think the other kid was sick. So she did not actually appear. And she was the, um, the one wrestling personality that I haven't met that I desperately wanted to meet. And uh, we missed her on both those occasions. Yeah, that was um, the first show was the, had the infamous Benoit Regal match that got um, rave reviews, like the match of the year. I think, I think Meltzer called it the match of the year close to it. Um, and which by the way, it's on the Benoit DVD they made after he won the world title in 2004. So we're on a published yes. little league. Oh, uh, there you go. Because uh, we're front row for that match. Well, were we also by when um, when uh, Raven was bleeding all over the place? Weren't we right there? Yeah, I probably shouldn't talk about that part on the air since Tommy's still in the business and all that. I should probably not mention what I said. Um, so, uh, <laughs> what about me? Yeah, he, got, he got color. Let's just say he got color. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that Benoit, that first show, Benoit left right after that match. I remember we heard he had to leave because one of his kids was sick. And then the next year, he was like, he um, he was at the show originally, and he, had, he was he was freaking out about you know his kid was sick, and then he uh, he left early. I don't I don't recall if he wrestled or not. Um, so you know he was very obviously very devoted. His kids was so very sad when he did a few years later, but yeah, uh, digressing. Um, so yeah, so, with John and I, we've done. Sorry, go ahead, Tom. No, I was going to say, um, John brought up to me that I, I, I don't know if this was uh, earned during your time at Learner. I, I believe it was, but he said that you were uh, considered to be some, some, somewhat of a hothead or, or have a bit of a temper. Was is this, is this a, the angry one? Is this angry an angry one? Is, is, angry is this one. accurate? Is this, or is this hearsay? Yeah, from, well, from no, no, a bit of both. John, John took it to the extreme. In fact, he liked to push the the needle on it a bit. And yeah, that uh, sounds I, like I, him. He's an instigator. I was the one that kept saying tact, tact. No, no instigator. You know the funny yeah. thing is the the, the, the the funny thing is, and it's true, and it's true to a certain extent. I was a young hothead college kid, a lot, lot of angst at home. So um, yeah, which drove into that. Um, but uh, you know, funny enough, John was equal in many many circumstances with with my angriness. Um, yeah. even, even on the day he fired me, <laughs> yes, we're here, we're here talking about my good friend, John G and he fired me, John, asshole. Why? I did. Why, John, why? What happened, man? <laughs> well, well, okay. 
if, if, if you want to tell is it, it okay to talk about it i don't know you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. To... oh okay. yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's i'm just i'm just i'm just playing here but um we at some point learned newspapers that got bought out by the owners of the Chicago Sun times and they brought in a figurehead knucklehead to uh run the place and a few weeks before my firing i was working on one of these huge printers in our print room that printed out our bills invoices what have you and i was actually like working on the circuit board and i got a shock from it a pretty good shock like one that goes up your arm and you feel it (laughs) all the fun stuff right i hit something i I didn't mean to hit and i went oh fuck you know sure loudly and the print room was outside right outside um our classified dance department a whole bunch of great ladies who never had a problem being so close to that or, or hearing me you know my crankiness and um hi lizzie hi liz um so anyway this this, this figurehead he comes by um the office as I'm, i i shout out all fuck and he just he glares at me and i, I knew from that point something's up few days later coming to work john's not around can't find him oh he's in he's in the buffoon's office we're not gonna get we're not gonna justify giving his name buffoon is um, accurate yeah the buffoon's office and he's in there for a long long time and then finally john leave and he goes right in his office and he slams the door i have never seen john this angry. he slams the door extremely loud man like it, it, it it vibrates throughout the office and we're kind of like a subterranean office. We're like a basement level office. So everybody heard it. And he's in there for quite a while. Um, I'm watching the telemarketers that day. Our friend Jason is off work. And suddenly John opens a door and tells me, send the telemarketers home. It's a Friday. So it was, it, it, it was not, they didn't stay um, past five, like they normally would other days a week. Somebody says, send them home early. Okay, send them home. Thought John's just being, okay, cool be good for the, the staff just get the day off the rest of the day yeah. off get paid whatever and and true he did that but and then he's like we have to talk and he's he's beat red he's fuming yeah and he tells me you're fired why didn't say you're fired he, he, he didn't do it so bluntly but he said hey Jay, i'm sorry um things have happened and we have to let you go and uh yeah he was really 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 pissed that day I never well, seen okay. that. I, 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 justifiably so. I appreciate no, no. that. No, I mean, the, the thing was... No, it brought him no it, joy it, by any means. To be no, doing right. that, uh, well, yeah. in all honesty, you weren't fired or let go because of you know the, the outburst in the computer room. You were right. fired and let go because legitimately the, the, the buffoon and the powers that be there were complete idiots. You were, you were the most important person in terms of... Um, and what they, and it's proven later because they, they let you go and for what they were paying you, they had to pay. They had to outsource it to the guy at, at our main plant, and they ended up paying him virtually as much. And he would only come in for like you know five six hours a week, whereas they had you on staff in the place all the time. Right. The buffoon just did it because he had a cut pay and he was an ass. And I you know and I don't care. I'd say I said it to his face, and I don't care. You know the statute limitations are over now anyway. So, but it, it made no sense to fire you or to let you go on any level. It, it was just it was a dumb dumb move. Absolutely. And again, thank you. As always, thank you. I, I, I joke with him that he fired me, but you know, I certainly... No, it's just a fun little fact. It was just a really bad situation he was, John was put into, but how he handled it was really well. I'm sure. I'm sure. And, well, I also you know, like to say that Jay got replaced by potted plants, yeah. <laughs> which is another real quick... It's a real quick story that our classified department was in the middle, and they, they had desks that would butt up against each other, and the computers would be like back-to-back. And so the, the brains that be said, yeah, we, we have some extra money. All of a sudden, they have extra money. So they bought these plants that they hung from the ceiling, and they ran them right down the middle of where all these computers were. So they were the, guy, the other guys would water the plants, and the water oh, would drip down. That's ridiculous. It's going to get all yep. over the plants or all over the computers. Exactly. exactly. Unbelievable. So the, the, the running joke was he got replaced by potted plants. Man. Now, on the flip side of that, I would sometimes still come back with John to help him out with a few things. So after he after, <laughs> after I got fired, um, you know, I, I now was out of John needs, job. John and, needs a lot of help. That's just that's thanks. No, I, I, I would throw them a hand with some stuff, and I may or may not have peed in one of the plants at the front of the office on a Saturday. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I may or may not have paid you a lot more hours than you were actually there. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so that was a, that was a silly story. And then funny enough, a couple of years later, after I've graduated college, but before I'm, I'm, I have a job after college, uh, the guy who replaces the buffoon, El Briente, <laughs> he needs help because they're transitioning to a new system and he needs a long story short, he needs to convert all these old written articles to the new the so format come, of the new they system. They come back to you. Come to me. I write a program <laughs> to do that. I charge them a good sum of money. I get paid that sum of money. I'm never asked for that program because priorities changed. Right, right. So they paid me. So, so this company, and this is why this company went out of business um, eventually, or shuttered. They'd spend money the wrong way, and you know, there'd be, you know, to be honest, there'd be people like us who would see how foolish management was and would, in some way, take advantage of it to our benefit and the benefit yeah. of others. Right. Um, you know, we're not we're not just being we were not just being um, greedy on our own on our own merits, but we were being you know greedy for other people as well. We were helping other people get additional right. pay here hours there anything that it could help because the company the management was so cheap but yet was take you know take spending the wrong way it's really yeah, hard that, to work that, on a place that's completely mismanaged and when the people yeah. on the the people on the inside are the ones who really know what's going on and it drives me nuts when the management doesn't listen to the ones in the trenches because they're the one they they know the company better than the, the owners do they're they're out of touch with the the, the, the nuts and bolts of the thing Absolutely. Well, in the case of Lerner, um, the management, they were having their own schemes. So they were too busy dealing with their own plotting and their own um, manipulation of the books to notice the small little 10 cents here, quarter here that we were doing. Yeah. Okay. Be honest. You know, I, I know we did stuff. We, you know, we ran football pools and all that. And I'm not just saying this because I was in charge of the department, but didn't our department run more efficiently and get more stuff done at a lower cost than any of the other departments? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he's, he's not, we're not blowing smoke up our ass, but even though we are, um, we, we did things quickly, timely. And, and just so we, it, this was why we had so much time to goof around and play. So we got our shit done early yeah. in the day. So we focused on what needed to get done, get it over with, move on. If another thing comes up that we got to do, get it out of the way. And now we have time to relax. It's something actually, as I went on in, in my life and my career, as a manager in my current job, I think I'm not a manager anymore, but at the time, I would try to impart them on my own staff. Get your stuff done, you know, mm-hmm. do it right, yeah. do it quickly enough so that you can then sit back and relax so you're not overwhelmed, you're not stressed out with work. There were, right. you know, I learned in newspapers, we were a small community newspaper. There was about a dozen different versions of it throughout the north side and the north suburbs. And there'd be people panicking about getting the, the classified section done, the advertising section done, you know, all sorts of stuff. And they'd be, they'd be, you know, they'd be flipping out. The writers were doing their best to get, you know, their, their work in. Yeah. But you'd see people running around, tearing their hair out for little pay, right. little reward, little, not even a, you know, pat on the back. Once in a great while, there'd be a pizza party. Right. You know? yeah. um, but so they're, you know, working their asses off. And stressing out for no good reason while we would just be there one of the, the great things we used to do is we used to play garbage ball throughout the building yeah it, it, in the middle of the work day or even after hours while you know other departments are stressing out pulling their hair out we're sitting there we're trying to shoot a water water paper into a garbage can 10 feet away <laughs> you know we're climbing on top of desks we're doing all sorts of crazy tricks really ticked off some folks but other folks got a, got a kick out of it as well. But um, we could but, because we got everything done. Yeah, we were done. We were over with. Um, we spent so much time just screwing around. Well, but, well, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we got to wind down soon here. But before we do, I did want to at least get on a, on a high point here. Um, you mentioned you guys go on trips together to uh, baseball games and stuff yep. like that. Is that, am I wrong? Is that another thing? No, oh, yes. absolutely. Like, how did that get started? How did that get started? What do you get? Where you been? How many places you've been to? 
Why don't you tell them where we started? Because well, I came we, late into this. You did come in late. We started in Cleveland in 2001. We've gone every year except for last year. Thank you, pandemic. And I think Jason joined in 2007. Um, was that the year we went to Milwaukee and then Minnesota? Milwaukee, uh, Minnesota or L.A.? No, we went to Milwaukee, Minnesota first. Um, okay. I, I joined for, I was there in it for about eight or nine years before I had kids and I couldn't go anymore. Um, so yeah, the first year we went to Milwaukee, Minnesota, um, had a, had a fun time there and it expanded the first, the first time around, just basically traveling around getting in the car and going. Right. But then we started expanding out to flying. We flew out to LA, San Diego and Vegas one year. Oh, we Vegas. Did, yeah. We, did, um, we, we combined that with big money's bachelor party. No, I'm talking about the first time we went. Oh. That was the second Vegas. That's trip. true. Good point. Um, yeah. So um, we went to New York the year both the new Yankee Stadium and City Field opened. So we went to both parks through opening year. Um, we've done things like zip lining in, St. in the St. Louis suburbs, whitewater wrapping up in Wisconsin, um, all sorts of crazy fun, fun stuff. And, yeah. you know, just getting, a, getting into a lot of trouble along the way, causing <laughs> or wanting to kill each other. Um, I, I heard... I heard that John uh, stood up in your wedding. Yes, he did. He was part of my wedding party as well. Uh, man, man. He, I couldn't, couldn't, have, couldn't have asked Couldn't any... find anybody, huh? You couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't find anybody else. Couldn't yeah, find no, anybody. Yeah. You're taking one of the proudest moments man. of my life, and you just turned it into something uh. bad. <laughs> no, no I, I, was, I was very, very happy when uh, John accepted to be one of my uh, groomsmen. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember we were actually at, at one of your favorite places, Tommy. We were at Village Inn when I mentioned to him I was getting married and hey, mm. would you stand up? <laughs> so he 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 styled and profiled down the aisle our, with uh, the rest of our wedding party. I saw so I saw a picture of him in the in the in the monkey suit and everything, all all dialed yep. up for it. Looked nice. Yeah. Looked nice. There was a fun wedding as we we bounced back and forth because it was kind of raining. It was supposed to be outside, so moving stuff back and forth. And, and, you know, Jay's wife is obviously nervous about the whole thing. And, God, she's marrying this clown. Yeah, that's enough right there. But then the weather and all that. But you know what? It turned out to be a beautiful day, and I I couldn't have been happier. And and I have to say this. I've got him on. It's public now. Um, You know, he, he does have the reputation as being the angry one, but I've never seen him happier. I've never seen him more content in life. He's calmed down a lot. Marriage and the kids are great for him, and I couldn't be happier for this guy. Good. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, obviously, he doesn't he doesn't talk to me when it's, you know, uh, 1030 at night. I'm trying to get my kids to sleep, and they're pulling yeah. my hair off. <laughs> well, right, well, so. that's very yeah, that's um, very nice, though. And, yeah, and uh, I got to say, you know, we've, we we mentioned a lot of goofy stuff here, and, and, I, and I joked about um, – about John and the things like firing me and stuff like that. Um, but I, I, I'll, I'll say you, there isn't a, you know, it'll be hard for us to find a greater friend in John. I he's agree. All, I agree. Yeah. He's selfless the entire way. Always don't sniffle up now. I'm going to change this now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's selfless. He, he never thinks about himself. He's always thinking about others. Um, not something we've ever talked about publicly, so, but I'm going to do it now. Statues yeah. limitations are over. Um, around late 99, I had some problems at home. My, uh, my dad had a stroke after mm-hmm. the previous year of battle, starting a battle of lung disease and he couldn't work anymore. Yeah. I had to quit, quit college for a while and work full time. So John, first off, was able to keep me full time working at the newspaper, but he also kind of turned a blind eye for me disappearing for a couple of weeks when I went to work. For a friend of ours who was starting working in an oh, IT business, gotcha. So I got I got this work at this other company. I was working downtown. They were paying me. I was still being paid by a newspaper. Well, yeah. you were so on I, assignment. I was on assignment. Yes, I, I I got paid. You know, so he he up there, and when the other job didn't work out, I was still stressful getting money to help. I was basically paying helping support my family at the time. Yeah. John gave me a loan. He he said, "Here, I know you guys are having some trouble. Here's." Here's what I can do to help you. And um, it took me three long years to pay him off because I went back to school and then I didn't have a job afterwards. Immediately. It took a while. It was one of the first things I did after I got my first job at college was pay John off. He never once brought it up. He never once asked where the money was, um, charged me interest. He he said, you're wa- all, he, all he did was hey, you're waffling when I paid them back. He never once brought it up again. He's never, never 
made mention of it all. And that's, you know, the sign of a true. Absolutely. Good, Absolutely. And I'm not he, surprised he to hear that. Hard, hard pressed, had a hard time. Yeah. He helped out, never asked for thanks or gratitude. He just did it, walked away from it. And three years later, symbol, you're welcome. And never looked back. And can't say more and more again, but thank you for that. Because that really was, that was like a turning point for me to help me with my family and stuff. So, well, I'm glad to hear that. It's a good story. And I've had similar experiences with him, but we won't get into all that right now because we got to start. <laughs> We got, well, we gotta start wrapping up here, but um, and it's it's been way too mushy, man. I'm not but, used um, to this, but you, you clowns. Yeah, I thought we were gonna talk funny <laughs> stories. We went all uh, we, we took a yeah. turn here. Well, you never know. You well, you're welcome back in time. Gonna go. to, yeah, yeah, you know. we'll have you back again, and maybe we'll get a little edgier next time. But you know, this was at least an introduction to you, and uh, you know, yeah, you're you're welcome back anytime, man. We'll uh, we'll 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 get you on here, and we'll we'll get we'll we'll dig into John uh, appropriately. <laughs> yeah, let's so. do that. All right. You know, guys, I, I, I appreciate being on here. Uh, I was excited when I told my wife I was going to be on the podcast. I said I finally had made it in the social media world. <laughs> YouTube, I've been on Twitter, Instagram, John GRL, Facebook. I've made it all. And yep. so, you know, I'm really happy. Man. Well, thanks very much. There you for, go. Thanks for being here, man. All right. You take it easy. Uh, thank you again for being on here. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you and John have the French. If you do, I can tell you guys, you know, do love each other. And that's a great thing to have in this world. So yeah. you, uh, uh, right. I'm, I'm happy for you. All right. For you two guys. So thanks for seeing <laughs> Thanks for being on Jay. Good to see All you. Right. Thanks, thanks very buddy. much. You guys take care. All right. You too, boss. Adios. All right. There it is. Our interview with Jason Flegel and uh hell of a guy i have met him Good before dude. yeah i've met him before uh because he's been to you know resistance pro shows and things like that and uh i know him because i've seen uh you know you guys do a lot of stuff and i see it on facebook and everything so uh but yeah, it was good to get to know him a little better. You know, it's one of the nice things about doing these is is getting to, you know, have a conversation with somebody and, you know, go through the old memory book. And I love when worlds collide, you know? Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. It's like when we had Vince on, it was just like yeah. for, for me to have John G and Vince, such an odd two people to bring <laughs> together from my world. But it's like, let's put these two in the same room and see what happens. I still want to get you physically in the same room together because I just It'll think, happen. I think that there's, there's sparks will fly. Sparks. Will fly. It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> well, that's how I felt, you know, you and, uh, well, I know you and uh, Jason have been together before, as we said at our pro events, but right. um, to actually have thing, time though. to sit down and talk a little bit, you yeah. know, it's, 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 just, it's, it's a weird dynamic, but it's very cool. You guys are both, uh, both very good friends with mine. Well, and, and we both obviously consider you a good friend. Um, in spite of all your shortcomings, you you are, I will never say that. I try not, at least. I will never say that you are not a good friend. I, I, I try. Say, I'll say everything else, but I will never say that you're not a good friend. Um, and it was nice to hear him say, you know, every, everything he did. And uh, you can tell he really meant it. And uh, it's nice to... One time, once in a while, something like this gives someone an opportunity to really let someone know, you know, events like weddings and stuff like that. You finally kind of get to publicly just be like, you know, this is what I think about this person and this is what they've meant to my life. And it's it's nice. It's nice. to It, it feels good for them to get that off their chest. And then, of course, I'm sure it feels good to hear it, too. So it's a well, win-win you know, it's, situation. It's it's funny with Jason because I had an epiphany maybe about 10 years ago with him where um, I realized that, that I still, and it's, it's probably common for a lot of people, but I realized that I still kind of viewed him as that 18 year old kid who came in to learn her, sure. and, you yeah. know, and it was, yeah. was just a kid. And all of a sudden now he's, you know, a 31 year old or whatever it was at the time, however long ago. And all of a sudden now he's a grown man with a job and, you know, he's dating, a, you know, his future wife and all that. And, you know, and I, I actually emailed him and said, dude, you know, um, I hope I haven't, uh, I hope I haven't been putting you down, like on a different level. You're certainly, you know, one of my greatest friends and, and, um, you know, I'm sorry if I treated you like a, a, a kid sometimes, but it's, it's, you know, it's hard, it's hard to look at him like that because I've known him since he was a kid. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny because I have this thing with my brother where I don't care how old he gets or how tall he gets or what happens in his life even. I still see him as like this seven-year-old, blonde-haired, blue-eyed little boy, you know, causing right. shit. You know, I mean, like, I, I, I've, I've told him and other people before. Anytime my brother shows up in my dreams, he has never been an adult. He's always, it's always, <laughs> he is. He's a, he's a kid. He's like seven years, seven or eight years That's old funny. every single time. I don't know why. Um, on the opposite end of that, I've got friends who are older than me. Um, like you know you're older than me but you're not you know i mean you get consider like 15 years yeah but i you know for whatever reason this doesn't apply to you so it's not <laughs> so it's not an age thing i guess but i mean there's some there's some guys who i i'm friends with who I naturally almost look at them like father figures because they're, right. you know, like yeah. I feel like I'm hanging out with an older person. But the funny right. thing is, is that I know that they don't think that about me. You know, they see me as just an equal friend, not a right. kid or anything like that. You know, I mean, you know, so it's, it's weird, you know, that there's now I don't have, I don't have that with you. I just, you're, you're just, you're your own thing. You're just John. <laughs> oh, I certainly am. You're, you're a very just, you know, nude middle of the road, you know, uh, just, I'm not, I don't even know. I don't even know. All right. Well, you know, the, I don't think anyone does though. No, I just, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's, it's better to say don't. No, the, the one thing I, I wanted to clear up and, you know, people will hear this in the interview and, and, you know, Jason, I, and, and, you know, Louie, Louie also worked there and, and uh, some other people that you you've heard of or seen. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of fun, but, you know, in all honesty, we did, we worked our butts off and we, we yeah. you know, we, we, we were, we had more fun than any other department. And it was obvious that people didn't like some of that, but we also were the hardest working people. You know, Louie and I would be there overnight doing stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, so yeah, we could we could goof around at noon because we had to be there overnight to get whatever, because the other departments effed us up, and we're right. late. So you know, circulation circulate. We worked in circulation and marketing, and our end was always the last, the last bit. You know, last so step. Yeah. We, yeah. So if everybody else was late, we are late, and if we are late, papers didn't go out. If papers didn't go out, nobody got paid. So right. you know, we would be up all night. And Jason, you know, as, as goofy as he was. He would be there working, you know, his butt off too. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I'm not defending ourselves because, you know, it's a, a lifetime ago, but, um, you know, it's just, Hey, as long as the work gets done and honestly, I'll bet you the fact that you guys did blow off steam and have fun, help make you want to be there more and be productive. You know, it's yeah when you can't do that. And if it, if it was just straight hell all the time, you guys would be just miserable. But, you know, if you at least get a chance to goof around a little bit, you know, I think that's uh, I think that's a, really and we had fun with it. You know, again, it, Jason Louie, uh, the guy that hired Jason is also named Jason. He worked directly under me. Um, you know, th those three guys are, you know, I've been friends with them all for Jason 25, the other Jason 30, Louie 35. So it, we, we've all become great friends through that. Man, I can't imagine being friends with you that long. Well, you've got like 15 under your belt, something like that? 10? No, because... Uh, 10? 10. 9? 10. No, 10, because yeah. we... Uh, well, it's almost 10. It'll... Well, no, it'll... A uh, decade next, of excellence. Next year, it'll be 10, because uh, we technically met at my first show, which was Vicious Circle, and that was in... March. So March this coming March will be 10 years. But we were in communication before that. Okay. Yeah. A week or two before, maybe. Oh, yeah. that's it. Okay. I thought it was longer than that. Okay. All right. I thought I had contacted you right around your your uh trial, your audition. But I could be wrong. I think I th I think you had known about it, but I think you waited to get the results before you reached out to anyone. Okay. Because I don't think that they had even like said who would like by name, like who was participating in it or anything like that. Cause you, you would know better on that one. I think, I think so. I think so. I think I, I, the way I remember it is, is we met at Excalibur and then like in the day or two, I got an email from you 
asking if I'd be willing to do a, an interview at the next show or something. Okay. Sounds I, good to me. Because I, I mean, I, if you, if the way to check it would be to go back and see when our first interview was. Like, was it at which show was it at? Because if we did yeah, an interview, yeah. if we did an interview at Vicious Circle, then you talk to me ahead of time. All right. You're probably right. I, I, I will go with your memory on that. Yeah. Um, speaking of wrestling, I, this last week, some news was just dropped. Some incredible, just, I, a lot of people seemed very rattled, very rattled by this news. If you go on a pro wrestling tease website, <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with this, but okay. You All can right. actually find a John G's Beat t-shirt. Two of them. John. You're polluting, you're polluting the the, the water, my friend. <laughs> two sales already, though. I made oh, two sales. Oh, yeah. Who'd you buy them for? <laughs> ah, there it is. <sighs> oh man. No, that's uh, so. How did you how did you come to this? I mean, like, I, I never even heard you talk about the idea of doing this or anything. And then one day, it's like, hey, look, I'm on pro wrestling tees. Well, uh, you know, I used to get my T-shirts from One Hour Tees, and right. um, the, the prices kept going up, and and it was just um, becoming kind of a pain. Although they're connected, which confuses me. Um, and a lot of, and I shouldn't say a lot, but several people had asked me about. When could you know? I, I need a new John's shirt. I want a new John's shirt, whatever. And I, and I kept saying, "Oh, I'm looking for a T-shirt maker, or whatever." And then I I was tooling around on the pro wrestling uh, tees website looking for some Piper stuff, and I saw you know the this thing where it says uh, you can own your own shop. And I looked at that. I don't meet the requirements. They they have certain. I think you need like ten thousand followers combined on all social media, and I've got somewhere around eight thousand, which is close, but not. Not right there. I'll be so honest. Just, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you don't have more. I, I would have thought you would have you you would be someone who might clear that pretty easily. It's close. I mean, it might even be more than that, but I, I'm not positive. But yeah. I um so I, I applied anyway, and you get to write a little thing. I said, look, you know, I know I don't have the minimum, but I've I've you know this is what I have. I also have a thousand videos on on YouTube. You know, I'm doing a podcast. All over our podcast. Yeah, all over the all over. Yeah, you're all over the independent wrestling scene, and I think some of the people at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees know you and know who you are. Right. You know, so I think. And I said I probably promote more than some of the wrestlers you actually have. Right. So yeah, and they they accepted it, and um, well, that's good. That's cool. the, The weird the weird thing about them though is each shirt. Um, if you want different colors, it's it's a, classified as a new design. So, like, I've got a gray and a uh, black. If I wanted to do a blue shirt, for for instance, I would have to put that in as a new design. You can't just click on that and order any color shirt you want. Yeah. Does it, Which, does it, does it cost you to put new designs in? No, but I think there's a limit of four. Oh, but see, you, it, you it have confused. always you have always had like the Skittles rainbow of of, <laughs> of T-shirts. You've had purple and orange and red and blue and green and everything, you know. So, but it confuses me because why would they not allow you to order? It doesn't cause them any. I can understand them having a limit on the designs because they don't. You know, you have eighty designs. What's the point if you're not selling any? But colors it costs them nothing. What's the difference if if it's a blue, a black, a green, whatever? I well, don't buddy, understand that. If I was you, given that they were uh, magnanimous enough to give you a shot, I, I I would not go on a podcast the week next week, and then start complaining about their process. Oh, I'm not complaining. So. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm curious, and I'm they, ever grateful they that re- they put me on there. They may revoke your uh, your franchise there. So, <laughs> not complaining. Just just curious, and I you know thank you for plugging Pro Wrestling Tees where you can get your John G shirt. Uh, God, well, I have many, many John G shirts. <laughs> yeah, um, fair enough. Uh, so uh, I wanted to clear something up. As I yeah. had, uh, I we had we had talked about at one point on the uh, on the show um, how the, uh, the the inventor of the knock knock joke got the Nobel Prize. <laughs> yes. And you and and I was going somewhere with this, 
But you got so riled up at the thought of this guy <laughs> potentially getting the Nobel Prize that it turned into like this whole argument about, you know, whether or not this man deserves the Nobel Prize. And I, my argument was, is that this is like one of the most classic jokes in the world. You know, there's no one in the world who doesn't know the knock knock joke, you know, aside from third world countries, probably. But, you know, <laughs> the point of it was, is that it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. The man who invented the knock knock joke got the no bell prize. Oh, like no doorbell. Gotcha. There's no doorbell. I got gotcha. you. So he did not. Well, you didn't specify that. Well, I never you got that, that far because you like jumped in and you just were like, "Well, there's no they shouldn't get him." But that's, no but that's what you stuff and said. just you know and no, it, <laughs> no, that's what you should have said. Let me clarify, John. You're going off on a tangent. He didn't win the Nobel. No, because prize. I didn't. Nobel here, well, here's prize. here's this the thing. a bad joke on my part, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wait. Did that slip out? <laughs> no, because the point was is that I I I got defensive for the for the guy who wrote the knock knock joke because I Why? thought you know because I like I said that's a classic joke. I mean like you defend I, him, I, but you don't defend me. Well, I just you know I don't know. I it's my adversarial you know mood, mood came out. You <laughs> you you came at me. You came at me hard, and then I was like, well, I'm going to defend the man who made the knock knock joke. I don't care if he got the Nobel Prize or not. So. So just in case any listeners out there actually think that the guy won the Nobel Prize, he did not win the Nobel Prize. It's just a joke. It just, John threw me off, and then we ended up into a fight, and then we never came back to it. So I just want I've been known to dig my, my heels in on, on there. Silly, silly stuff like that, yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to give a quick little uh, a report on, um, I've been, you know, as I said, uh, toying with my own taco salad. And, and and everything and i've i've discovered uh something called rustic cut cheddar cheese i don't know if you've seen you might have seen this at some point there it's kind of like flat cut cheese you know like long. okay so it's like shredded cheese but instead of like strings and stuff it's just kind of like a thicker uh long piece of cheese you can get it at the grocery store and stuff it's it's thick it's it's like because I, I like a hearty taco salad, so you know it's like I, I so I'm I'm I think that I'm making that one of the official agree, uh, parts of my taco salad is it has to be rustic cut cheddar. So just an update. Uh, we're still in no. we're still in experimental phase. So when you get to the point where you're content with the the Tommy taco salad, if you will, will you be inviting me and or anybody else over for the grand unveiling? Absolutely. Like a, a little taco salad dinner at we'll have Tommy's? A we'll have it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. Well, that's why I was asking, like, if you were fine with ground beef and stuff, because at some point I'll make it for you. I'll just do it with, or I, or I just use ground turkey instead, you know. Or chicken, either one. Or chicken. But I well, I can't speak to the chicken. I can't speak to the ground or to the ground turkey because I've, I've eaten that before. So, um, so if, I have my, similar. if I have my way, the ground, the ground, the ground turkey. All right. So, Very uh, similar. So, but, um, but yeah, so that's the update on that. To the car show yesterday, uh, I spent a lot of time there. It was what strange because they, go, go, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It was strange because they had, um, it's scaled down. It's not in the, the east McCormick plates and it's west. They also shut off one of the streets down there. So part of it is actually outside, which adds a kind of a cool element to it. Although with the weather today, it's, it's not really a good element. But yesterday it was beautiful out there. Um, we had a nice little breakfast, had a little band playing. And then the only, the, the good and the bad was it, it's still an auto show. It's still, still huge. It's not as big as it was. The bad is we didn't have the freedom to roam like we usually do. The, it was all very controlled. Okay, we're all going here. We're all going here. We're all going here. Here's a presentation. There's like a presentation. Stations. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't like that as much. I like to roam around and just yeah, kind of I, find I agree. what I find interesting. Right. I agree. Yeah. I don't need to stop at every single thing in the place. You know, I just, I walk around and whatever catches my eye, you know, did you see anything you thought was really cool? Um, well, a lot, yeah, I know, I know you're like, not like a big car guy or anything, neither am yeah. I, but you know, I mean, but there I, were a lot of cool cars, a, you know, yeah. Like any, they didn't, they, like they didn't have as many, um, 
like weird cars as they usually do, like gimmicky yeah. cars, like the the old cop car, that type stuff. Right. They had a few of those things, but not nearly as much. They didn't have nearly as many uh, side attractions like celebrities there. I don't I don't know if they're gonna have any celebrities there. Like they usually have various booths where the celebrities will sign and talk yeah. and all that. I didn't see any announcements for any of that. I didn't see. I saw very few um, models in terms of um, women or men because they have both. You know, posing by cars. Yeah, nobody was know, doing, doing the Van White anything. thing. Yeah, yeah. Very, very little of that. It was all just kind of it was like real kind of business and and clean, streamlined, structured. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I can see. I yeah, I can see how that would take away from it. So no flying cars, nothing like that. Um, no. You know, yeah. and well, the other thing too is a lot. They're going to have more stuff. Um, press day was limited. They're going to have more stuff like driving actually on some of the streets, test driving like on the streets that they closed off. They didn't have that for the media day, and I get it. And it's it's just the way they, they they at least they're getting a show in, and it's in. Although I'm I'm mentioning some negative things, it's a it's a fantastic show. Yeah. It still is great. It's just not quite. No, but it it's, it's going to be rough going for, uh, you know, a yeah. lot of en- endeavors. You know, it's not going to be this. This year isn't going to be what we're accustomed to, but it's at least a step in the right direction where we just it's going to take a little time to get our footing again. But it's like, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, and, and but yeah, you got to You just got to. Yeah. You just got to accept that. Look, this is just the way it is right now, but it's going to be better. So, you know, it's better to do this instead of nothing at all. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in similar news, uh, WWE comes back to live audiences this Sunday for uh, Money in the Bank, and yes. uh, I I have high expectations, whether they'll be met or not. But I have high expectations, not for the wrestlers, but for that crowd. They they will be the first crowd in two two years or so now. Yeah. And they better go out there and represent, in my opinion. Yes. They better bring signs. They better scream their asses off. I mean, they should go out there and party like it's 1999. I mean, like, yes. I just feel like they should, I mean, by Monday night, fine. You know, people can cool off. But that first night, that crowd had better be hot, man. They, because, you know, not only they should be doing it for all of us who aren't there. And they should be doing it for the wrestlers who have right. slugged, slugged through this whole time. Even right. as great as the Thunderdome was, it's just not the same. You don't have that that energy and that vibe in the air without real people in the in the audience. And it'll make the that that could be one of the best nights of their career if that crowd is just hot. You know, they've got some Absolutely. good match. I think the matches they got set up are good for the most part. You know, looks like it's going to be a good show. So. I'm just. I think uh, there's going to be a major return. It could be. Uh, it could be the TBA that's in the women's ladder match. It could be a Becky Lynch. It could sure. be a Sasha Banks. Maybe. I yeah. think there's going to be a. Uh, they, they've, they, WWE has to do something major. Oh yeah, this is too big of an opportunity. There's you've yeah. got to do. You've got to do it. I mean, it's on. It's on them. Look, I, it is on them to make the crowd pop and everything. But I just the baseline should be should be higher than no, usual, though. You're uh, totally right. You know, so I, I, you know, this still this won't air until after it's already happened, unfortunately. But, um, but I'm I'm putting out the vibe. I want I I want all of our our wrestling family out there to go out and represent that night and and show them like how I think they is, will. You know, so I hope so. I hope so because I'll be excited for it. So and we'll call them out if they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we'll make a lot of friends doing that too. <laughs> Well, buddy, I think uh, I think we've had a good show. We really uh, it was really good to again to talk to Jason, and uh, uh, we will have him back on again because uh, you got away, you got off way too easy, way too easy on this one. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't pay him either, man. Yeah, you know? no, no, you, you this was this was uh, this was just like the 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 G rated uh, John G episode here. So we're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to crank it up a few notches next time. So, hey, I, you know, he asked me if anything was off limits. I, I swear to you, he asked me that, and I said no. Whatever, you, yeah. Whatever he asked, whatever you want to tell, go ahead. Um, real quick before we go though, uh, I was gonna ask you, where can people find you on social media? 
people can find me at John G's Beat on pretty much uh, any social media. You can find me at johngsbeat.com. And you? Well, since you asked. Uh, I did I, ask. I, I am available uh, for uh, internet access at uh, at Tommy underscore else on Twitter and uh, the same for Instagram. And uh, we do have a John G or else podcast Facebook page. Uh, we post, uh, we're posting photos relevant to the TV, or to the TV, to the <laughs> podcast shows and, uh, and other related articles. And uh, we uh, were available. So check it out. And uh, John, if you'd like to, please take us. Oh, on. I would love to. For the John G or else podcast, I am John G and bidding you adieu is Tommy else. Still one of your better ones. Very good. <laughs>